Yo. This goes out to everybody doing their thing and stuff like that. What's up, homies? Um, This song goes out to all the homosexuals that want to make love to me. <laughs> Just to reach you. Just to reach you. Just to reach you. Come to my window. <coughs> crawl inside. Wait by the light of the moon. I don't even know what the Come to my window. I'll be home soon. I'll be home. And then we can make he'll love. Be, he'll be home real, real soon. So if any of you are single homosexuals looking for a date, yeah. <laughs> Brandon apparently not is even a date. Not even a date. Just show just, up. We'll see yeah. what happens. Just come throw rocks at his window, and he'll sing straight to you. No, crawl inside. Go. Way by the light of the moon. <laughs> All the way. Uh, what's up, people? It's the Joe <laughs> the Smoker 25. Off to a weird start, as always. Well. That's how we that, That's how we got to do it, though, you know? How you doing, Isaac? Uh, well, you know. I'm doing okay. Um, if I edit that into the beginning, you guys might have just heard or edited after, right after this. <laughs> Uh, I went to Texas for a week. I think I told you guys Hell last time. Yeah, it was. Uh, this episode is, I think, one of the subtitles is going to be a failed vacation attempt. Uh, because that's very much what it was. Um, which kind of totally sucks. Like I booked the trip out a long time in advance. Supposed to meet somebody there. It didn't all fall through. I flew to Houston, sat at the airport for a little bit, caught an Uber, and I rode a mega bus, and then I hopped on the mega bus uh, from Houston to Austin. Then I got an Airbnb in Austin, and then I got there Saturday night, and I was supposed to go to this convention on Sunday, and then literally, like, fell into this, like, weird hole of depression and, like, self-loathing where I was like, damn, dude, I went this whole way, and, like, I bought two day passes for the Sunday thing, and, like, I was supposed right. to go to this convention with somebody else, and none of it worked out, and literally, I just, like, slept all day and even missed the convention personally and didn't go by myself. Damn. You told me, uh, would you have went by yourself if you didn't oversleep? Um, that's, I think, part of the reason why I didn't, um, because one of the things that I was talking to myself about, like, some of the audio I might play in this episode that I'm referencing, uh, when I got home early, like, I ended up booking a flight back home halfway through the week and just kind of kept Damn. to myself about it. Yeah, um, but I got home and literally just recorded, like, a 45-minute dialogue of all my thoughts and stuff because right. it was, it was such a very weird trip in and of itself from the jump, like... I woke up in the morning. I was supposed to go to the airport, and I was like, I should not go on this trip. Like, I'm going to waste money. It's not going to work out. It's. I just knew it. Like, I felt it in my gut, and yeah. that was a real feeling. Uh, but I woke up and went and caught the flight and did everything anyways. Um, and part of the excitement in going to it, have you ever been to any conventions or anything, like, besides, like, concerts or, like, just uh. true, uh, not, not festival gatherings, but just gatherings of people in the numbers of thousands? All in one place for the same thing, whether it be like car shows or kind of like nah. little things like that. So nope, they're, nope, they've nope. gained a lot of popularity within like the last five to ten years. Right. right um, yeah. They, they realize how much money they can make. Comic-Con really set it all off and now like there's a convention for damn near anything. Well, it's because how much money they can make. It they, really they say like Norman Reedus, he walks away from one of those like con it was Comic-Con yeah. when like Walking Dead was huge. Oh, yeah. Norman Reedus, he walked away with like $1.6 million Easily, dollars in bags. 
because it was all cash because people wanted a signature or a yeah. photo with them. Like it's like ten dollars a photo, five dollars a signature. Exactly. You want me to sign a photo that I take with you? That's twenty. And people will stand in line for hours just to get it hours. and give him the money. And the first convention I went to uh, was Lexington Comic Con, pretty much. That was like the first legit convention I went to with a buddy. Um, and it was really cool. I got to meet like I've I've met all of the original Power Rangers except for the yellow one because she's dead and. Um, she was a bitch anyways, dude. <laughs> just throwing that out there. I don't know who you are, and I shouldn't talk bad about the dead. Her power name was Trini. I forget what her real life but name was. Honestly, um, I hated when you were on screen. Just throwing that out there. Just just hating on him. Just hating on him. Good luck to all the red. You're going to get your ass kicked by the, the power green. fans, bro. Not her. She's dead. <laughs> the white. Um, I bet you I could take her in a cage yeah, match. Yeah, Jason David Frank is the Green Ranger, and the other Red Ranger that was really popular. All those Power Rangers, even the ones that weren't in the original series, they come to these Comic-Cons, and like they still have enough of a grasp where they walk away from the weekend with a couple thousand. Damn. Just for showing up to a role that they don't even participate in anymore, but because enough people watch it and they go about it the correct way, People stand in line and give them money too. So it's like it's really a it's prime time to cash in on nostalgia and turn in those terms of things. Right. But this was a very different convention, and I only ask if you've been to one because I ask the listeners as well. Uh, if you haven't gone to one, try to find one in your area related to something you're interested in. Because what I've made it analogous to is. <laughs> I've decided that nothing is sacred anymore, and like most of us people our age aren't don't take like uh, any kind of sacraments or religious sentiments t- to heart as much as maybe our forefathers did or our, our previous generation. So in my mind, psychologically, from like a sociological aspect, these conventions are modern day pilgrimages. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you know, because I literally came from Ohio like all the way down to Texas. You're people starting come your own cult. P- that's kind of what Rooster Teeth is like jokingly like in any kind of huge online following it feels a little bit like a cult because all these people just have one way dialogues and relationships with these other personalities and they don't give a fuck and they, they just don't live in their life. but it's it's nice when they are at least genuine about it and like right. these people were at this convention and like I had the opportunity to go to this panel to meet these two guys I really like like uh, Bruce and Adam from Funhouse and uh, a couple other people and there was there dude there was a panel there on running a multicam podcast that I could have went to, and I was just like, "God damn it, where's Son Brandon?" Yeah, and like there, I should have showed up. The issue was you tried to tell me like a day ahead, of, like hey, I know, yeah, right, and, and that's why I was like, I'm but just I holding understand. out hope. I understand where you're coming from because right? it's like, hey, I plan to go with this motherfucker. Yeah, There's I got still fast. a chance. And I understand. And right that. over there on the wall are the two passes hanging that I didn't Son even fucking. I understand it. <laughs> right? I, I understand it. So uh, I guess what I'm getting at is I made the long leg of the pilgrimage to the damn near to the site and location of where it was supposed to be. Right. Um, but I didn't go through with it for a very unknowing reason on my own part and it's like it's kind of disheartening and just like discouraging but i don't like i'm not mad at my friend who didn't show up which i who i still haven't heard from because like what i've come to the conclusion of is i have my own things that i can't answer for so it's okay that I guess this hasn't been answered for but you know it's just, like it just it bums you out you know because you, you know you got your dudes Everybody has their friends, and I think this happens to everyone in life who ever has any kind of close friends. Things kind of fall out eventually. In so some sort of way. Yeah. And that's a really hard part of being an adult and accepting, like, when things are going to hit the fan like that unexpectedly. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of uh, my whole week wrapped up in a bunch. But I still, I, got, mean, I still got paid for the days on vacation for PTO and came back early and got my computer fixed. That's why we're recording and nothing's shutting down. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, all in all, it was extremely. I learned a lot going there, even though I accomplished almost nothing and only wasted money. 
Uh, and now I know how to book Airbnbs. I know uh, about the going rate for them. I know I, I can get to damn near any city, any big metropolis city in America on the Megabus for 20 or 40 bucks like one way. That ain't so bad. I got an experience in traveling, and uh, I'm a little more seasoned traveler now, which is really all I can say from the failed attempt at Texas. But Texas, you were awesome. Houston, cool. Didn't see any of it except for the airport. I didn't get this. I didn't even take any goddamn pictures. If you ask me right now to prove I was in Austin, I almost can't. I have to show you my Google location history. <laughs> I literally, dude, I didn't take any pictures. I, don't I took take no pictures. One ever. picture of a menu in the Houston airport because I had some slamming biscuits and gravy and double jack and coke for breakfast off the plane. So, um, yeah, don't ask me to prove it because I can't. <laughs> but I did go to a place called the Alamo Draft House. The only thing I did go and do um, was go see <laughs> stand up bit that I'm working on. I sp- <laughs> I went on vacation recently. I spent about $800 to see Toy Story 4. <laughs> and Yo! <then laughs> that's it, really. I went to the movie theater by myself at the Alamo Draft House in Mueller. And do you remember a few years ago when, like, luxury movie theaters weren't the popular thing yet? Like, full recliner seats and cup yeah, holders and shit? Yeah, I remember that. So, in my mind, I don't know if this is factually true or not, but the Alamo Draft House, they're big on, like, cinema as it used to be. So, like, if Tarantino films a new film and, like, you know, whatever millimeter reel that he yeah. does all the shit in, they'll show that reel, like the master reel, for the preview showing. So it's like a cinema okay. that really takes it's cinema legit. seriously. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and there's two of those. There's the more famous one I didn't make it to, but I made it to the one that was closer to me down there. Uh, it was called Alamo Draft House in Mueller. And it was really cool to just go out and see. Uh, everything is developing everywhere. Like they were building up new kind of commercial resident and residential places to live and rent and go out to eat and shit and i'm just like it's everywhere but austin was a cool city of what i got to experience was everything so. bigger uh not like they not like they say it was but my uber drivers yeah. were friendly and cool so like were the trees bigger what about the houses mm. what about the forks <laughs> none of it i would say there were a lot of trucks i think the trucks not that they were bigger so but bigger? there was a lot more of them there's there was a bigger number of trucks i think, <laughs> so I I think, think texas bigger. is full of shit <clears throat> It was uh, it was fun. I really did have have fun, and I learned some things that I didn't expect to encounter or confront. Um, and I don't know, you like if I I could just sit here and sulk and pout about a failed vacation, but instead right. I'm like really trying to look at the whole thing retrospectively. And not only can I plan a better vacation next time, but I'll be more careful about how I plan it and how I go about purchasing it and committing to those things. You know. Feel it, brother. Yeah, so that's uh, that's this it. uh, that's Mr. Isaac's portion of what I've been up to because we haven't come to you guys with a full episode in a long time. In a minute, because we had technical difficulties. We have had TDs all day and not touchdowns. Uh, technical difficulties. Want to talk about the worst one ever? Uh, what's up? Uh, s- there was a Netflix documentary about it, Christine, and she was a news reporter in Florida. Okay. And she she was real upset that the news only reported. Uh, bad things. And this is back in like the 80s, right? Okay. She was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't like doing this. Okay. So she decided that she would end the broadcast on air live. Yeah. She'd be like, you know what? We're in doing this. She's like, you know what? You guys have a great Halloween day. And this is the last time you see me. Pulled out a gun and shot herself on live TV on the news in Florida. And then it was Hall- Hall- it, it was Halloween. So everybody thought it was a prank. So no one believed it. But no, that bitch was dead. Dude, that's unsettling. No. That's some American horror cool. story shit. Like, if you want to go out, go out. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Bang. Yeah, if just... you have the resources, 
Why not yeah, stream I think, it to uh, everybody? I just heard a, a little clip it, snippet of a bit by Nick Swardson, and he's like, "If not that I want to commit suicide, but if I ever do, I want to just yell something really random right before I do it. Like, yeah. who the fuck boarded? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and everyone's just like, what did that guy just say? Yeah, looks at him, yeah. and then next thing you know, kill yourself. Like, it's not funny at all, but it's well, hilarious to think about. <laughs> I think it's funny. <laughs> On the news, or, you know, who the fuck boarded, like. But don't blow your brains out, guys. Don't, don't you know? Don't do that. No, don't do don't that. Do it's it's a beautiful day. I say that to everybody at work. Pursue well, assisted euthanasia. I, I, yeah, for real, that should be legal. But I, I actually walk into work every day. I just look at people that I like because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that I don't like. I just look at them. I was like, it's gonna be a beautiful day. There you go. And they're like, Brandon, you're so funny. And I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm just trying to convince myself. Yeah. That it's gonna be a good fucking so day. Just keep repeating it. Yeah. If I say it enough times, it'll be true. Well, I do. Like once, I, if I say it once, mm-hmm. I'm good for five minutes. Like I'm happy. But if right. I say it to those three people and I get their like feedback, positive it's reinforcement. Like, All right, I'm happy yeah. right now because I affected somebody's life. That mutual energy, yeah. Like one girl, she just cracks up laughing. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah, like, it's are like, you laughing at me or laughing with me? I don't. I don't even give a shit. I'm just trying to have a good day. Yeah, if exactly. You don't enjoy it. Fuck. Just you. tomorrow, tell her to have the ugliest one. She'd be like, Listen. Well, no, I can't do that because that's Listen. gonna make me have a bad day, buddy. No, or it'll make your day even better because you'll see her crumble underneath the yeah. weight of her laughter. Just be like, "Listen, cunt." It's like, laugh at that, yeah. I don't need no laughs. Just, this just say it's joke. gonna be a beautiful fucking. It's day. been a beautiful day every day until the day, and you're gonna have the most beautiful day today. Just like you're all serious. Honey. Yeah, get have all a good one. On her, <laughs> and then just walk away. Like, bye. Pull out the gun, put it in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs> Pull the trigger, but there's nothing in it. Then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> gotcha. <gasps> oh, oh my god. <laughs> she just cries and runs away. I told you it's gonna be a beautiful day. I'm still here. <laughs> and then just walk away. Yeah, just laugh. Very laugh casually. and laugh. Yeah, then laugh at her. <laughs> like, dumb bitch. Oh man. But uh what what's new with you, man? Uh, how's work been and how's life been? Uh well my now boss got cancer in the brain. I think you did did you briefly talk about have him having it before? I don't know if I talked Maybe about it. Maybe it was on or off the podcast. I think it was off the podcast. Okay. It came back, and they were like, yo, you don't have enough brain tissue to do radiation again. Wow. So they went in, and they like, like he was all, yeah, fuck it. I'll, I'll say whatever I want to say. <laughs> fuck it. Um, he was all hopeful about it. Like, oh, I caught it early. I caught it early. And this is the second time he had it. Like, it came back. Okay. All right. So then they're like, okay, he goes in, and uh. He fucked up by not going and getting CAT scans or MRIs or whatever. So, because you're supposed to do it on the yearly, especially if you already had it beforehand. Right. Can you phrase it another way? Oh, gosh. Um, (laughs) Besides that. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, he he had it before nonsense. And then he thought he stopped doing fucking CAT scans because he's like, oh, it's been five years. This bitch ain't coming back. I'm good. Okay. And then it's now seven years. Two years later, he never got a CAT scan. He thought he got it early because he's like, oh, I'm just having yeah. like little lightheaded spells. Get a little. Well, it came back and it's like fucking stage four. It's moving over to the other side of the brain. Jesus. They did surgery and he was all hopeful, basically lying to everybody. He knew how bad it was. He just yeah. wouldn't tell anybody. And Probably they, just still trying to convince himself. Yeah, they couldn't take it all out. That's basically where they're at. And now they can't do radiation. And then because of the, t- the little amount, he's still know. lying to everybody. And I'm a logical thinker. Right. They're like, "Hey, I get to go home tomorrow," and that was on Sunday. Yeah. So he gets to go home the next day, which would be today. He gets to go home, and then he's like, "Everybody's like, oh, he gets to go home. That's like a good thing." And I'm sitting here 
and me and this one other dude are like looking at each other like no it's not a good thing they're basically saying we can't do anything for you yeah. stop wasting your money if you have any more serious issues come back yeah but you're gonna have to just live with this and, and yeah especially it's gonna like keep getting worse and a person who owns Sorry. a business doesn't leave early willingly unless no there's like a, a life calling other than yeah. that you know yeah well, that's so, unfortunate, man. Um, what do you think? How, how do you think it's going to proceed, like, over the next 6, 8, 12 months? Uh, well, I mean, some people are real hopeful. Right. Like, some people are like, say your prayers. Keep, I'll keep you in, I'll keep of them course, in my prayers. Yeah, the prayer circle now. And I'm like, I'd, to me, personally, like, it's a thought. I understand that's the thought that you're throwing out. But Wishful thinking. Does there, wonders. There's a lot of people who work with my business. Mm-hmm. They believe like, oh, that's all you need. Yeah. Like they're Christian fundamentalists. Like that's all you need. Yeah. yeah, you don't need medicine. You don't need to take pills. Co- totally holistic religious. Yeah, yeah basically. Healing. So I'm looking at them like, why don't you throw the guy like a hundred bucks and he can pay his electric bill for another month because he's gonna yeah, be out of work for help, a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather than sometimes hey. I feel like people sometimes people use those means of of, of like uh, kind words as substitute it's like like get out of jail free card exactly yeah it's like that's very little sympathy or empathy either way you put it yeah but definitely it's it's kind of like you know i'm always hesitant to tell people like oh so so and so just died their relative or whatever yeah i don't want to just say oh my condolences or whatever you know i don't want to just emptily say sorry that person was dead and (laughs) i didn't mean it what are you what are you doing today exactly yeah like beyond that how's your day (laughs) yeah yeah. i'm not even gonna mention it i understand that person's dead but how else is your day going exactly yeah (laughs) what's up yeah you want to go drinking later i know he's dead come on now (laughs) we can get over it yeah we can we can just we can forget about that uh but so that one that happened, and then my boss, my old boss, like the reason I work at this fucking job right now. If it wasn't for him, I would have left. Right. I don't know why I'm here now. Uh, honestly, I know what you mean. He's the person that I, I've showed up and uh, to, to work for. Yeah. yeah, I mean that. Like it was all respect too. Right. It's like you ain't even gotta pay me. I'll show up here for free and just do the work. And it's a good feeling to work for somebody that you actually have can you know proudly profound your work for and say yeah. I work for this person and do exactly. this work because nobody likes to work for somebody who doesn't appreciate their work that they put into it and nobody wants to work for disrespectful assholes. And it makes you work harder. It does. And if they appreciate and you want to work for them, that's going to make you want to do your job a hundred times better, ten times better. Exactly. If you're sweeping, you're going to get the nooks and crannies. Yeah, you, rather you're going to take the extra going time over. instead yeah, exactly. of pushing through the push broom motions. So he's back. Undoubtedly. And I always bitch about work. Yeah. Well, he actually came back and he realized how like bullshit work was. Oh. And the reason I was like 45 minutes late today yeah. is because he he walked up to me in the morning. Okay. He's like, okay, I can already see it's bad. <laughs> He's like, I'm gonna give it a week. Right. And then I'll say something. No, we had a 45 minute conversation right after work after about work, it yeah. with other people who were supposed to be in charge. Gotcha. And he, just the At excuses you hear. Looks, oh yeah. Just the excuses you hear, and then I'm sitting there like, you're wrong. You're right. He's here now, and I'm actually going to say you're wrong. Exactly. Because the other guy had no idea what the fuck he was doing. And sometimes you just have to wait for that right person to be in the circle and then be like, all right, look, I've been saying this the whole time, and because I'm finally going to say he, it for real. He'll also agree with the bullshit. Like, yeah, that is just, bullshit. People just go along, yeah. yeah. He, won't, he, he won't go along with, oh, this is the reason they, why. Yeah, just their rebuttal and he'll, try to he'll take be all like, sides. You're making excuses. You're a fucking idiot. What the fuck? Why isn't this getting done? And he's just legit, and I'm like, I'm the same way. It's like, 
And uh, yeah, and, and the fact that he already recognized that it was a mess means he day. already knows in his mind what the acceptable answers are. One day. Yeah. He said he was going to give it a week. I One know, couldn't day. Make it through the whole day. <laughs> couldn't even do it. That, it cracks me up. Cracks me the fuck up. How can you be that bad at your job? Um, and still have it. Yeah, it's, uh, I think, like, America just needs jobs right now, I guess, that bad. It's, uh, There's a lot of people that want jobs. Yeah, and, like, they're building warehouses everywhere. Everywhere. <coughs> There's even more coming up across from Amazon and Ace, where I work at. It's, like, um, and, like, even right down the road from where I'm working at, there's a sign on the fence that says hiring forklift operators 15 to 17 an hour, I think, which Damn. is more than I make. And it's, like. You're thinking about leaving? Yeah, kind of, because, but my 401k benefits are really good. I get almost a nine. I get a four, I get a 4% match to my 5% contribution. So I make 9% off every check for 401k. I have. Would that transfer though? Oh yeah. Eventually I can transfer it to an IRA if I want to. I mean, would it transfer over to the new warehouse? It should. Yeah. I still need to fill out paperwork for my old job because I I should have a decent amount of money in a 401k. I'm not, I'm almost 30 and I've been working this long, but I've worked for like a couple major companies that have allowed me some, uh, some benefit money. I yeah. like that pen. That pen's junk. <laughs> People don't buy junk pens. Oh yeah, I can't you, get a you good fucking hit one? of it. Yeah. yeah, well, the button broke. I told. That's yeah, right, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I was he help like, you the out? button broke. No, he was a, a dickhead. So I'm, now I'm gonna take this one back. Yeah. He gave me five dollars off. Fuck him. <coughs> exactly. But he's gonna give me a new one. Smokehouse calling you out. You guys are shit. I went there and uh, there was an Amazon. I have a butane torch right over here on my desk right now. I could grab yeah. it right now, but I won't. Found it on Amazon for thirteen dollars. Went in there, they had it on the same shelf for thirty five. I was yeah. like, I was like, look here, bro. This shit is thirteen dollars on Amazon. I was like, I'll give you twenty for it right now. He only had to come down thirteen dollars, thirteen or fifteen dollars on his price. I had it in my hand that I can get it for cheaper, and he wouldn't right. fucking do it. I, I, he wouldn't do it. Yeah, I can't. I can't even come shop there no more because it's like, what the fuck, bro. But I I, I'll still go in there because like I I bought, I bought a nice uh, uh, dab rig off of him. They even have nice I pieces. I won't they say have, that. Yeah, they they have you more unique pieces than most mass manufactured pieces you see. Yeah. And every smoke shop you go into nowadays, if it's not locally ran and owned and operated, it's just Chinese mass quantities of bullshit. Yeah. Bad glass people. Bad. Trust me, you don't want bad glass. Also, if you blow glass, hit me up because I really want to learn. I need to know like how much of an initial investment I need in order to. Start with warm glass. I think soft glass they might call it, or cold yeah. glass is where you soft just work glass. with the pipes instead of like yeah. actually a molten freaking lava yeah. heap. But that like you can do pieces out of that and stuff. And I want to glow like glass pieces and pendants for necklaces and stuff. That'd be awesome because I who, everybody in the world has broken a stem, and if you could just make one of those, I know yeah, and just have a have a and I could even go like. You have to have vendors' licenses and stuff to go, uh, like to festivals and stuff. But yeah, I can easily like, just set up a suitcase shop. Yeah, yeah. Just walk around. I'm on the side. Yeah. It's not the most illegal thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I doubt that at a festival, many people will be busting busting heads on that note. But uh, yeah, dude. Speaking of pins, I still cannot find mine. I've lost mine for about going on two and a half, three weeks now, and it's driving me up a wall. Um, my girlfriend thinks that we both recall me having it last when we went to the zoo on account of, uh, my work's dime. Uh, so I remember having it there, but I also remember having this black drawstring bag on my back Yeah. and I can't find the pin or the bag, which leads me to believe it's in there, but I'm going to be even more upset if I find the bag and it's not, but I don't know what else could be in the bag because I don't remember what else I can't find that from that day, but 
I have a pen with like, a, like an over half full pen <laughs> with with Damn. a full cartridge. Yeah, and I'm just like balls. I just bought five. You have to hold. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Bam, we got it, people. Tastes pretty tasty. It's a uh, mojito. I'm very nice. Very nice. But it's very. It, I can't get the goddamn thing to fucking produce nothing. This is what happens when you buy Chinese bullshit, people. It don't Long fucking dogs. work. What's a? Uh, what's that look like? This. Yeah. Uh, oh damn. Twenty-three minutes. I gotta talk to you about the zoo, dude. Yeah. What kind of animal do you think is most overrated? Most overrated? Yeah. House pet. Um. You mean the house pets that are in the zoo? Or no, I was just talking about in? animals. <laughs> and it led uh, me into house pets. What kind of animals? What kind of house pet is overrated? Um, lizards. I think people like. Not that I don't like people who keep lizards, but it's just like. The only more unnatural you could create an environment for your animal would be having an intelligent marine life inside your bathtub. Right. Or like. Octopus. Yeah. Or like. Um, a whale. A polar bear in your garage thinking that it's an acceptable environment. You know, like, but, but, you know, I got, I got the freezer and uh, the operator, the whole, it, it's, it's kept their sub-zero temperature. It's cool. It's a polar bear, you know? It's well, like, <laughs> people think, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand people's fascinations with, uh, unique and unusual house pets. You know, uh, and how they're like, oh, he's such a cute little lizard. Like, no, it's yeah, not. Yeah, <laughs> you know, real. it's a snake. Like, it's a lizard. That my, uh, Shout out to my cousin. Right. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> he owns spiders and he like breeds them and shit. Oh gosh, and, like, yeah. and I, I understand like a connoisseurs no. and like. No, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> Get a new hobby. <laughs> Get a new fucking <laughs> hobby. Yeah. Where's yeah. that going to lead you? Name me the most famous spider breeder. Arachnophobist. Now. Now. Name it. Can't. It's, can't. <laughs> it's the people in that movie that killed him with fucking. Uh, what was Fine that? Flamethrowers or something. Oh, I was confusing that with the aliens in the Head and oh, Shoulders. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. With that one dude from uh, um, Sean William Scott or something like that. Something like that. And he sings that song. No, he does caca on like the loudspeaker in the mall. Caca. Oh man. And then the bird comes. Yeah, yeah. But does he have a lot of spiders though, like tarantulas and stuff? He has a like a hairy ones. He has a. Like, he has a decent amount of big ones. Okay. But then he has, like, because when they breed, you know, they breed, like, a hundred at a time. Uh, it's horrifying. And they're so, like, tiny. Yeah. It's like, dude, I would. Not dude, trust if, opening those lids. If you told me, hey, will you watch my spiders? I'm going out of town. I would light that bitch on fire. Yeah. I would light my whole apartment on fire. Yeah. Fuck Not this shit. I'm lighting this on. Once I saw a hundred eggs and, like, a hundred of them just crawling around. Flames are. No. Sorry, bud. Something crazy. Someone came in and stole all the aquariums you gave me. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just happened exactly like that. Yeah, he's he, that's weird. But no, I was thinking about cats, and I don't like cats at all, dude. Cats, like I'm convinced that they see something other than what we see. I'm not even. I'm not even talking about. It. Cats are predators, bro. They cats. are, which makes them even more impressive that they've been docile, like that they are docile house animals, considering that. You'll still see one. But they'll still they'll attack mouse, you yeah. at any time. That's what's scary. Yeah. A cat. Like even a house cat. And I hate how uninterested they are, even in their owners. It's like, you bitch, I'm, I feed you. you that's, know? The, like, that's the issue with cats. Show me some attention. 
Like I'm okay with dogs. I think I think I like the cats that I've liked the most in my life are cats who are in a household that are outnumbered by dogs because cats tend to act more like dogs. Yeah, as long I as they as long as they like grow, you have to find a special. There's always yeah. exceptions. Exactly. There's yeah. always exceptions. And like my girlfriend has a Maine Coon, which are really cool. like those are like the only kind of cats. She I has like. a raccoon. Maine Coon. <laughs> What is weird. that? Is that related a, to a raccoon? No, no, no. It's a brand. It's a breed of cat. It has like real long, like it's the longest hair. One of the longest haired cats, like that are house cats. Oh my god! You've definitely probably seen one. You're but teaching me about cats. Over <laughs> yeah, here, buddy. I know, right? I literally uh, there's like what is like there's calico, there's Maine Coon, there's Siamese. Those are the only three breeds of cats. Okay. Ch- Ch- Chesterfield or Garfield? <laughs> Garfield is definitely a breed. A breed, of cat. yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's orange and white. Well, yeah, I, always. And it's always automatically what they're called. And likes lasagna. Always. That's the breed of a Garfield. Yeah. Garfields. Uh, if you have a Garfield, let's bring him on this podcast. No, send in a photo. <laughs> I'd love to see it. That would be fantastic, actually. So you're talking to me about but this uh, the, raccoon. The, ra- the raccoon cat. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to me about this raccoon cat that's stealing mushroom. I, I mean, can't. Uh, maybe uh, marshmallows. Marsh. What did it steal? Marshmallows. Where? From where? Well, that's, how you catch, that? that's how you catch a raccoon. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, no, but she did say there are raccoons out in her garage, which I was like, she said she tried to feed them, and I was like, no, what are you doing? Why <laughs> would she feed a raccoon to hang out with her main coon? What is going on with it? It sounds like she has, like, a group of raccoons just hanging around, <laughs> and then she lets one inside. Who's like hanging you, out? Yeah, if you were to, like, walk inside, it'd be like, what the fuck is that? She'd be like, that's my main coon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just to fool it. That would be pretty funny. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to, to tell her. We might have to run that uh, whole comedy sketch th- through the You through might the need to get that fucking main coon of fucking 23andMe. Because I guarantee you that's a raccoon just disguising itself. As a cat. They, already they are ha- pretty smart. They already have a little mask. <laughs> that's true. Little bandits. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, she has three cats and she has one dog. And God ironically, damn. what I was just talking about, her dog acts more cat-like really? than he does a dog. But it's like it's one of the most adorable dogs I've ever seen. It's like a dog with a permanent puppy face. How much does it weigh? Uh, the dog or the cat? Well, the dog. The dog weighs probably like 45, 50 pounds. Okay, that's a legitimate dog. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's, a, it's a, uh, What's her name? Kia is her name. Why name it after a car? I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Did she, does she drive a Kia? No. Uh, a Nissan, but oh, I was thinking like maybe she's a blonde. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't want to forget the kind of car she drives. <laughs> she doesn't want to forget the dog's name. No, 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 no. She's she's quite bright. Uh, bless her heart. Good, good. Uh, but I'll have to ask her about like the Kia name. But uh, <laughs> and then uh, there's Tupac is one cat's name, and then Tupac. Tupac. That's what I said. And then Kingsley is the main coon raccoon. Uh, <laughs> Kingsley, uh, so it has a black name. Your girlfriend might be a little bit racist. She has uh, a Maine Coon named Kingsley. It's, it's you know. <laughs> do you know what? Uh, uh, do you know what? Um, you know who? Um, what's his name? Uh, dude, who? H.P. Lovecraft. You know the author who wrote like the horror stories back in the day. H.P. Lovecraft. No, I never heard that name. What? Well, okay. A. Why does everybody who's an author? Change your name to like J R R. Yeah, exactly. It's all like I mean. Give I, me your first name, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, um, but H P. I think it was Howard something. Uh, but he he popularized what's called cosmic horror. And the only reason I bring okay. all this up is because you are <laughs> talking about racist cat names. Uh, he <laughs> was H uh, P. Lovecraft was bl- blatantly racist completely, 
and uh, his cat's name was Niggerman. No way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You look it up right now. I promise. And he like, had a cat named yeah. Niggerman. <laughs> <laughs> why would you? Why would you want a cat? Like it doesn't even sound enjoyable. Like, like because if you named like, like you would have to name something. If you were racist, you'd have to name something you didn't like. You that would think, name. yeah. Like you wouldn't em- em- emblazon it, so yeah. you could like, yeah, <laughs> you could actively call it out. Come here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me so, pet you. Yeah, he said, here. <laughs> you know what I'm That's not okay. So, uh, yeah, not that we're laughing at that, but hopefully you guys can factually check that out for me because otherwise I'm just a crazy lunatic making No, I'm not laughing at the, like, it's the, the idea name of it. Of it. Right? Yeah, I'm yeah. laughing at the idea of it. Especially exactly. if he was a racist. And, yeah, and, and he, was, he was very much um, xenophobic, which is where you're, Actually, like xenophobic is a step beyond racism, which some people accuse Trump of being. It's where you're actually not only racist and prejudiced against people who are not your race. It's that you are blatantly afraid of them and their differences. So it's like you're afraid of the cultural impact behind their alternative identity and the likes that their culture is not yours. So if you see if you see or know people who are like totally thrown off, like you can almost see xenophobia like. In terms of white nationalists and stuff, it's like, why are you people chanting about these things? <laughs> you know, you're afraid of something that's a little bit, a little bit more beyond. We don't like these folks. Uh, I think I don't know. Idiots. It's what's, that's what I call them. Um. <coughs> you. You need to subscribe. You need to leave a rate and review. On a motherfucking iTunes or any platform you listen to, anyone you want. That's a, that's next ballot coming out, y'all. Um, we actually, actually, I was thinking, mm-hmm. I was thinking I need to talk to Isaac about this. Yeah, what, we need to we need to set up a time where we can make an actual introduction song. I know. I was thinking about that too. We need to think about. Joker and the smoker. Token and joking. Token and smoking. Thinking and drinking. Yeah. My middle name is Lincoln. Ooh. And then I like something that. about your middle name. Yeah. Your middle <laughs> name is Lincoln like Lincoln Log. We already talked about that. That's crazy, brother. Lincoln him up, baby. Hey. That reminds me. I wanted to ask you a question. Okay. We about to get real Answer. serious. Daily Double. Do you have any guilty pleasures? Um, like that you the, when I say guilty pleasure, I don't want you to go like deep and do yeah, some yeah, no, no. weird nasty <clears throat> stuff. I'm talking like do you, are you a fan of something mainstream that you would be ashamed to tell your friends? Act like these people ain't even listening. All right, yeah, exactly. No, uh, that being said, my my answer was going to be previously my guilty pleasure truly was my intravenous drug use when I was a heroin addict. Is like okay. that, but that's like dark on a lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I meant like now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and not that that's, dark. That's super guilty. That's super, <laughs> yeah, super yeah. guilty and dark. He went, he went um, there. He went but there. like, it was, it was just weird in that sense. So like, th- when I think guilty, I think like bad things. Right, right, right. But in terms of bad, yeah, I mean, yeah, just like uh, it's childish. It's looked down if upon any, in if, culture. If most other people watch like Funhouse and some of the videos that I watch on a regular basis, yeah. they would probably find them extremely immature and like completely oh, not right. non-attentive base so like right. like 
me submersing submersing myself in kind of like childish videos and humor yeah. is kind of my guilty pleasure. Like I have to, I have to set aside time in my adult life to be a child. Right, <laughs> kind okay. of. So that's kind that. of my whether it be video games or like certain amount of substances. It's like this is my time to be me and get gu- right. get guilty and find pleasure. <laughs> I, I, man, I, I live that life though. And I think people forget how to have like not have fun. But take everything no, so seriously. It's, it's, so it's forget to have fun. Yeah. Because I walk, like I said, like I said earlier, I walk in every work, into work every day and just be like, it's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah. That's the child side of me. Like, oh, let's see what the day, like, maybe we can solve fucking missile crisis. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anybody can come up with anything. Yeah. Like, just I'm keep just, your mind and your heart open. People ask me, like, I had grandparents, family ask me, like, when are you going to grow up? It's like, why the fuck do I need to grow yeah, up? Yeah, like, what, what, what's calling me that, I, like, which boxes haven't I checked off yet? Yeah, what, what responsibility am I not fulfilling? Am I living my life? Am I paying my bills? Am I having fun? And that's, yeah, that's very, okay. I think, a, an, a generational uh, I- idea. Well, I am the only male in, of the on bum. my one side of the family. Only male who hasn't had a kid yet. Okay. All of them had kids. Most of mm, them. are married. Mm, most of them <coughs> not married. Okay, yeah. Okay. When they had the kid. Right. Like, it was, I would say, at the moment, not a good decision. A little unexpected. Yeah, yeah. So. I would say not a good decision. A little more than less than Well, expected. I mean, you you could have an unexpected child and be ready to take care of exactly, said child. Exactly, yeah. Be in a better situation. They was not. But uh, now yeah. I'm getting now I'm getting looked down upon like you oh, get Brand- grilled for it, yeah. Oh, Brandon ain't got a kid yet. It's like oh. yeah, sorry, I don't want to go broke. I'm just trying to feed my <laughs> mouth and bills first. Like yeah. and I got extra money and I can have fun with it. And if you're gonna be mad that I'm going out and going to concerts, going out to go watch baseball games, and going out enjoying to do my yeah. own life, yeah, whatever I want to do. Then what the fuck does it matter to you? My bills are paid. I ain't coming to you asking for money. Yeah, these people are coming to ask me for money for fucking diapers. Exactly. Get yeah. the fuck out yeah, of here. Yeah, and you're hassling me. I think that's <laughs> like, but. The only thing that reasons my mind with theirs is that it used to be completely expected and right to be like 22, 23 and have a couple kids already and be settled down. Yeah, but you're also expected to like land Which, a great job out of high school. You're also expected exactly. because everything's so ass backwards from yeah. what these people remember being. Yeah, like, you're also life. it's like yeah. You don't realize how far removed you are from the society you were a part of. Right. And the one that is now facing the people our age in these circumstances. And we have a million options. Yeah. It, when they grew up, it was just, okay, these are my options because this is what you grew up around. You yeah. didn't know any difference. Yeah. You didn't know eight towns over there was a fucking job opening for something you never done, but you had an idea about doing. Exactly. And I'm really glad you said that because one of the other things that I did mention when I was recording all that shit when I got home is that. I feel like at a point in my life right now where I have such surety and certainty about who I am as a person and what I can accomplish if I decide to and set my mind to it, that that feeling alone is like a huge boost of confidence and makes me confident about where I'm going. Right. But it gives me such a platform to do anything I want. Exactly. It's paralyzing. I, I, I know that I'm apt to choose any of these things I want to pursue, but it's like the ultimate fucking no whammy, no whammy. Cause right. I, I, that's the last thing I want to do is decide and be wrong or change my mind right. later. But b- before I know it, I'll be 50 and not picked anything and still be fucking exactly. forklift driving, you know? So are you that's, okay? W- would, I don't want that. Would you support uh universal basic income or do you not? And anybody who doesn't know what universal basic income is, it's basically where the government pays you a certain amount of money per month and they determine it, how much it would cost you to live 
just live. Basically, room and board, food, yeah. and certain other bills is paid for. And then you are free, like food. If you make your money or whatever, yeah, You are apparently. free to go chase your dreams and your functions. I'm not a fan because people are fucking lazy, no matter how they're you look already, at it. Yeah. So if you just give people fucking bills, they're going to go think, find some other shit to do rather than actually chase their dreams. Uh, because yeah, dreams are hard to fucking get, dude. You can't be anything you want to be. It's like some people are like, we shouldn't tell kids that because you can Not only be <laughs> what you're capable of being. Right, and what you put your mind <clears throat> to. I mean, you can't – you can only be what your drive lets you to be. Yes, and, and, and you have to be able to admit where your weaknesses and strengths yeah. are. And you that's why, that's why, it. yeah, that's why it's even more important to have, like, if you don't have close family or friends or just a confidant or therapist or somebody to the extent where they can say, hey, dude, you are wasting your time. Right. But I feel like some people have the, the, the wrong end of that where they'll get false reinforcement. They, they got backers. Yeah. And it's like, oh, keep going, keep yeah. going. And it's like you're further pursuing this person into a hole that they are digging themselves that they don't, really don't want to be in. And will that said person <coughs> be there to help dig them out when they get to the bottom? Fuck no. Exactly. Yeah, no. Fuck but, but, no. But they were there rooting them on the whole time. And that's what's really kind of messed up about it. But I, <clears throat> I really don't know. I definitely want to go back to Columbus State and talk to, you know, it's like open counseling. You could just walk in. Yeah. And I want to take my transcript and say, hey, what do I need to yeah, do? here's the credits I have. I know they have some courses and certification, some courses that double as certifications. Yeah. And really, that's all I want, dude. Like, I oh. I want to get the IT certification that will allow me to do the stuff I'm already capable of doing and can test right. into. You just that will need make me, yeah. a piece of paper that says, hey, this guy's capable of doing exactly. this. Exactly. So I'm totally willing to take that time out of my life to go and get certified to do it because I honestly think doing that will land me in the door to a job interview that right. will pay at least twice what I make now, which and you'll be doing 15, something you like. Fifteen dollars an hour on a full time job is only thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, and I would like to make fifty to sixty thousand dollars a year if I go to this school. And then the crazy thing is, <clears throat> if I go that far, why can't I go get another certification or something on exactly. top of that that will get me that six figure? Because you have that extra thirty grand to go do extra. You know, and what I'm the saying? whole biggest problem of it is I can't stop smoking pot to go and get this drug test for oh, these legitimate jobs. I know some so, people. Like, I, know, I know some people that don't smoke drugs. Right, part of me has been like part of me has fought my entire adult life. But wait a second, with myself about not using fake piss or like those right, kinds of things, you right. know? Cause like, I want to be an honest man at the end of the day. I, I was going to, I want to, I want to go into a job interview and say, Hey guys, I'll take this piss test. I'll tell you right now. It's dirty for marijuana. I'll tell you right now. I'll show up for work and I'll do my job. And if I'm uh, evidently incompetent and under the influence, just like any other employee, you can would get be. me out of here. Yeah. But since we're in and, and, and I feel hesitant to do that, even though we're in changing times and culture. Exactly. But that's what makes me, you know, I don't entertain the idea of moving permanently very often because I'm very foundationally set up where I'm at, where right, I'm from. Yeah. And I'm comfortable where I'm at. But the only thing that makes me really want to move to those states like Washington and California and Colorado and where it, it's true, Michigan, where it's truly more Legal. acceptably legally right. across the commercial employment level because that's the last that that's another whole nother hurdle and barrier for me to face after i go and get my certification is literally 
detoxing myself from what I consider to be my daily medicine. <laughs> no, no joke. You know, jo- I mean, just give it a minute and you <coughs> will be fucking good. Ohio I'm hoping change so, him, buddy. I, I know, but I can't keep using that as my excuse not to. Well, we'll what we need to do, me and you, mm-hmm. and the gang of listeners, mm-hmm. wherever you be, because I know you all over the world, hit us up. Denmark, the Joker India, and the Smoker UK. at gmail.com. Ask us any questions you want. Shouts I will, out I'm to an us. open book, motherfucker. All the stateside listeners and will, international listeners. I will say your name, your address, your fucking phone number, <laughs> whatever you want. Everything. Um, <clears throat> but no, no for real, uh, hit us every, up if you everybody come to Ohio, are kill, digging what we're vibing. Kill all the old people. And then we should get the vote to pass. Let's get all the old white guys out of the Senate and the House majority and all that shit. Well, no, I'm, I'm just talking about the old white people that vote in Ohio. <laughs> I'm not talking about the Senate. Ohio is a really crazy swing state, though. It is. Like, it's I, I don't get into politics too much, but I just know Ohio is pivotally important, which is why I have to go to the polls next time. Well, I mean, it's, of, it's just as if you if you go drive around mm-hmm. Ohio, because we're in London, and it's pretty close to Columbus. Right. London is like actually... I would say a larger city in Ohio because I drive around for a right, living. Right, I see so all the towns. It's just royal, yeah. rural. It's just fucking countries, towns. It's just it's farmers. Farm, it's right, old yeah. fuckers who are yeah. farming. That's all it is. And that's what, when, when you really kind of surprise yourself when you find out how big Columbus is on the scale of big cities right. that you don't even consider to be some of the right. biggest. And then everybody who does smoke pot wants it to pass. Well, they already got fucking felonies for smoking pot, so they can't fucking vote. <laughs> yeah, that's true, because they got arrested on a fucking traffic charge and had yeah. possession of paraphernalia yeah. and a gram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then uh, back in the day, before it was decriminalized, that's a fucking felony. It's a drug. That's Schedule 1, buddy. Exactly. And, and I, I almost got myself into trouble when I was doing hard drugs, and uh, I, I caught a charge for possession of Schedule 1 narcotics, but I didn't get pinned for them, luckily. So, you, you thank God I can vote and own firearms still. But that, that, that's... That's believe uh, like that's so great yeah. that our fucking government lets us plead down to fucking lesser shit. And it is but rather it, than but like it in is, India where they shoot you in the fucking hand for really stealing good, yeah, a fucking but Twinkie. It, it breaks the judicial system. I found out it does. People, people, people don't get sentenced and penalized for the crimes that they commit, right? Because they agree to a lesser, what is it called? Um... A lesser and, sentence. Yeah, sentence and uh, penalization or whatever. Yeah. Incarceration. Uh, what's the rate at w- which they conv- conviction rate? Oh, you by getting more people to plead down and not plead and not bleed out the yeah. judicial process. Yeah. You get them to plead down and you keep your conviction rate because judges and um, prosecutors, based on counties, cities, and states in the United States. Just how it's all separated federally and stateside. Right. In every county, city, state, you have your judges and courts, and all of those courts and judges have prosecutors and administrators and things. Right. And in all of those places, most of those people get reelected based on prosecution like percentage. Your and count. Rate. Right. Your yeah, count. Yeah, you know, how many people are you actually putting behind bars for the crimes that right. they commit? Well, that's actually well, the, the. It doesn't weigh apples to apples right. when you have. Forty percent of the people coming in on their charges being drug related right. and being you know, able to plead yeah, down. Eighty percent of those people right. pleading to a crime they didn't actually commit. 
and so none, so they're they are getting in trouble and they are getting a charge, or they but might it's have, not penalized for what they did. Or so they might have still it's a very false representation. They still might have committed the lesser charge, but since they're willing to plead down, that's just that's and act- like you said, it's better than being shot in the head well, on the spot. <laughs> I mean, it, it, yeah, it also saves the court system. It saves them a lot of money. Because time if you just, and yes, if you just plead down, like okay, you're done with exactly. We're and done. Most, okay, most of the time, I I can say in my own experience and from what I know, um, as long as you try and are a fairly respectable decent person in presence of lawyers and judges yeah. in the courtrooms and don't fuck up continuously relentlessly and unforgivingly they'll treat you, you right get, you can get that chance yeah back. they'll treat you right yeah and 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 granted i'm uh, granted i can't speak for any other color-skinned individual i was blessed being white uh i can't roll the dice on that one it, you know none of us can can <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that. It just popped up in my head. I'm sorry, that's my None bad. None of us can. Um, that's only on the video. That's hilarious, though. That none, <laughs> none of us can be sorry for being what color we are, but uh, I can at least say my experiences probably would have been different had I been a young black Oh, mine were too. Mine were too, because I pleaded guilty to both my charges, and they were just like. All right, well, just walk out of the courtroom. Mm, You're yeah, good. Probation just, sign up, yeah, you know. I didn't. I didn't even get probation. They were just like, "Oh, you showed up to court. Awesome. Yeah. All right, we'll see you later." And like that was the end. And of it's it. amazing, and I feel like you know, you hear if you ever have a doctor's appointment, you should always schedule it in the morning, because yeah. just like everyone else, doctors at the end of their day don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, wait. So. I think I think what they say is you want to do it either early in the morning or right after lunch. Yeah, because. That's like second wind of the day yeah. or when, right when they're fresh because they say that about like court hearings. Like if you go right yeah. before lunch, they're like, fuck trying this. to go to fuck yeah, this exactly. dude. We're trying, trying to go to lunch. This. Get yeah. the fuck out Especially of here. Especially if it's a long day yeah. and there's 30 people in that, in that court. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when, that's when the argument comes into play of not only judicial law judges and those kinds of things, but policemen and people of very high security in our society. Um, it's uh, it's almost not even a human job that should be possible because it's yeah, like there's, exactly. there's so many human factors that throw reasoning out the right. window. And depending on how your day is going, mm-hmm. say your wife just you you caught your wife cheating on you and you show up to work anyways. How is you that going to court, affect yeah. how you act s- towards somebody else? Yeah, you, you rather you, you can't you just got say a blow job pardon, work, yeah, you know. Pardon me, judge. I just literally caught my wife cheating. You know, what's not my even life's that? falling just apart. Be, just being a cop. And how your attitude would that change too. pulling somebody over. That's true. If you caught your wife fucking cheating or yeah. if you got a blowjob right before you walked into exactly. work. Exactly. Or it's not any other any other part of all of our lives that fall yeah. over into every other part. If you see a dude driving five miles an hour down the road, if you just got a blowjob, you might be just like, okay, let him go. Fuck but if your yeah. wife just got caught, you just caught your wife fuck cheating, this fuck this dude, I'm going to go get yeah. him. I'm going to get him on multiple charges and plant this yeah, bag. Yeah, exactly. And plant this bag. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. But <laughs> yeah, right. I, r- I really wonder how many cops are crooked, but my heart of hearts tells me to believe they're not. Listen, w- but if I was a cop, I don't know. You I got can't, Netflix? I can't. Uh, yeah. The Seven Five. Okay. It, uh, dude, a whole. Is it a fiction or not? No, it's, it like it's real. real? Okay. It's real. A whole graduating class from a police academy went corrupt. No, no, didn't go corrupt. Yeah. They they were corrupt. They either all died, or were taking money from the mob. Uh, and then in this, and then in another fucking ver, like not another version, but another like side, side story. The, yeah. Uh, there's some dude who's a cop in New York, and fucking they don't get paid no money at all. Of course. They don't get paid. No yeah, money. cops. He really starts don't. showing up in a brand new car every other day. Oh yeah. He's just like, Ooh. and then they were like, okay, uh, hmm. what can we do? Might as well check his finances. Yeah, but it's, it's called the Seven Five, and it's I'm insane. definitely gonna check it out. 
but it's back in the day where but you also have to look at it as okay do we have room in the jails so can we take these people to jail is it worth our time is it worth our paperwork uh, are they even going to get charged that's one thing yeah i don't uh, yeah speaking of jails man they're privatized and it's not it's crazy dude people some of them are right we make money i think most of them but it just it it breaks my heart that people make money off of incarcerating other humans yeah it's the most inhumane thing ever yes i think there needs to be jails and punishments and ways to harbor individuals that are dangerous to our society right but the number of uh, wrongfully incarcerated individuals right. based on nonviolent offenses is absolutely yeah. through the roof. And that's that's what saddens me because you always hear about people in jail getting better dental plans, meals, and <laughs> other yeah. things than people who are in living in poverty. Well, they you know? have they People have in jail get dental checkups twice a year. You they know? have to. Yeah. By law, they have to. It's crazy. But, but, but yet we don't have universal health care. Not, not income. Health care. But our prisoners get it. We give it to our prisoners. We do. And we make money off of them. We do. And we don't give it to people who are we, impo- impoverished we, or those who pay the taxes. We make money off of them, but then like some of it goes towards taxes. But the only thing I would have to say, and I don't know the facts, mm-hmm. the only thing I would have to say about privatizing the prison system is it actually saves a whole lot of money. Because they, they showed like the studies and the support that are privately run. It, just like any government business right. it costs more for the government to do something than it would take for a private, private business owner right. to do it because they want to save money yeah. where the government's just like we have unlimited funds it just be, raise yeah. the taxes we'll get more tax so that's the difference where it's like a third of the cost to run yeah. the prison but there are federal prisons correct i believe yeah there think, has to be yeah there are federal like that's maximum I security wonder, yeah, i believe so so i'm that'd be an interesting foray to dive into one episode or something like look into the pro- i've never been to jail i never know been to someone prison. i never i know someone who was heavily incarcerated for multi, like four or five years oh damn I, I would i would be interested if they would be interested to share their story because i think it's just he's a, a young individual i literally went yeah. to high school with him and you know it shaped him to such an extent that he's now back out and i pray to god and hope for all of his best success because of the factual statistics of repeat offenders once people what go, is that when people spend long time um, what is that called repeat um, offenders uh i, I honestly forget. i forget what it called but the the percent is fucking out the astounding re- it's, it's like 80 like, percent bro yeah. yeah i was gonna say it's like 70 percent after five years but then when you jump to like seven mm-hmm. years it turns up to like 95 <laughs> percent yeah. on some on some, yeah definitely we got we gotta check those percentages for us and don't because they're factual <laughs> check those Cause, out because for real uh but but that really just shows you the conditioning of our society where you know uh one thing that prison does provide that society doesn't right provide naturally out of high school is structure structure and routine that's <laughs> so, it yeah and, and suddenly you find these individuals who end up leading themselves back into this structured yeah that's why routine like, lifestyle they, they don't even know subconsciously that they have a lapse right in, in, in ability to form it themselves outside of it and make a better life for themselves. And that's what I think is – that's my whole argument for prisons is, like, we're incarcerating people instead of rehabilitating them. And if, yeah. if they've done something wrong, they need to understand the terms to which they have right. done wrong. Right. And right. you need yeah. to come out of prison a different individual than you went in, the that, same way rehabilitation is That's a good point. I think prison juvie should be okay for people under 18 because that's a fucking timeout. Right. But – once you get past the age of 18, they know better or they should know better, right? They're a grown ass adult. And so if yeah. they make a mistake with nonviolent mistake, right, right. maybe they should be actually rehabilitated like a halfway house. 
Some yeah. like yes, they're still account, they still can't leave, yeah. but they need to understand like they yeah. need to talk to a therapist rather than being. There's a, you need yeah. to go into a box with a million other dudes. There's a whole Good medium luck. that we haven't explored. It's just either throw them in the pen right. or give them probation. It's like, yeah. Well, those like those like probation is making somebody walk a thin line that they know very well which the wrong and right are, and being thrown in a box makes you against the world, bro. Yeah. And nobody li- like. Everyone has felt like they're against the world at some point in time, and they haven't even been in prison. <laughs> right. Especially, I think prison would make it worse because you're solitude. And I mean. I've only been in jail once, and I was in Tri County, and I went for I think I had to go for two separate weekends because they split up they split up my uh, sentence or whatever. Time. Yeah, and uh, it was it was crazy, man. It was a learning experience. It, still, it, 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 it widened my spectrum of experience in life. And that's still, all I can even say. that that's bullshit. Right. Like what the judge said. That's the, that's bullshit. <laughs> It's that like, hey, up, yeah. hey, you have you have four days, uh-huh. okay? But I'm not gonna let you take those Monday through Thursday. I'm gonna take away your weekend, yeah. okay? Weekend sentencing. And yeah, it's <laughs> like, okay, how old am I, motherfucker? Yeah, it's it, it's literally the the equivalent of, t- of grounding somebody. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> time out. Go to time out. And go the, s- go sit you, in the corner. Go to work. Pay your taxes. Give us that money, and then on the weekend, go sit in jail. Yeah. And it's like, all right, fuck you. I guess I'll do that instead. Whatever. <laughs> oh, just because you want to make your money. I need to go on my weekend. And how much are these fees going to be, too? Thanks a lot. Yeah. Uh, You cocksuckers. But yeah. It was great being back. Dude, it is. It's great filming a full episode again, and uh, we are back on it. It's uh, it's Monday. Uh, The 16th, I think. Something like that. 15th, maybe. Uh, whatever uh, it is. It's the 15th, brother. 15th. Yeah, buddy. Well, we'll be coming to you guys soon. Back and uh, definitely hit us up on uh, yeah. the five star reviews. Help us out a bunch. Um, tell us to tell us tell your friends about us and friend us on all of those social media things because you guys are. I mean, I got Brandon and I got like my imaginary friend named uh, Geppetto, and then. Geppetto, what I race got, is he? I got you. Um, the same hey. race as the guy as Pinocchio. I'm Geppetto. <laughs> it's like uh, I have to look that up. Uh, fact check us. Um. <laughs> uh, dude, I was gonna talk about a whale, but that's for another episode. <laughs> they did whales just like they did priests in the Catholic Bible I and mean, in the Catholic Church. Like Moby Dick, or like. No, just whales and all together. Like whenever a whale would attack, like a trainer at SeaWorld, okay. they would just move it around. And whenever a Catholic priest would get caught pedophiling some kid, they would just move them around. around. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's uh, the close of the episode, you guys. But, those, but again, those are fucking facts, people. Those are most, facts. Most, most, like, a, a large number of the uh, Catholic diocese were, like, accused got picked up being evil. Oh, that dude didn't even, David didn't even live here. David didn't live here. He never raped you. David lived over here. David never lived here. He's been in Alaska for three years. Yeah, what are you talking about? We got the papers. Uh, Who made the papers? We made the papers. <laughs> Get the-